Welcome back to Money Mile. I'm your host, Justin Waller, and Money Mile is where you share a mile with us and we help you live a better life. We are here to help active people looking forward to an active and phased financial independence and who are ultimately interested in leaving a meaningful legacy. In our last episode, we shared with you a story about Harry and Jenny and the steps they went through to start building their money machine. From our last episode, you had the homework of reviewing our Design Your Money Machine tool. What did you think? Was it helpful? Was it full of stuff you already knew? Please let me know how you did. And if you have any questions, you can email me at info at wallerfc.com. In today's episode, I'm going to take our story of Harry and Jenny one step further. I shared with you last time that Harry and Jenny's kids were off to college soon, and they were starting to look at the next phase of their lives. Now I would like to take you a bit deeper into the near-future view for the kids and their plans for education. I will also share with you some general suggestions and our guidelines for educational savings. Pro tip number one, be a knowledgeable consumer of higher education. It is critically important parents and students begin to view themselves as consumers of higher education and recognize that in many situations, higher education is a commodity that can be very affordable or very expensive. With the advent of free college for all, inexpensive community colleges, and the local university down the road, you don't have to go to Pepperdine to get a great education. For most intents and circumstances, a college degree shows that a student can learn. If your student has known from the age of six that they were going to cure brain cancer, then they might need a bit more specific educational path to get that done. For most of us, our employers or our clients, they're not going to really care where you were educated. For many people I speak with, the four-year college experience is something they want for their child. And that is okay, as long as you have the funds to pay for it without wrecking your financial independence. So as it turns out, James, a senior in high school, has decided he wants to study journalism, like his mom. He is planning on attending the state school in the next city over, and he is thrilled. They have a thriving online journalism program, and he could not be happier. As of 2021, the cost for the average four-year in-state tuition in the United States was approximately $27,000 per year. This includes room and board. If James were starting college today, that would mean he should be planning to spend approximately $110,000 on college over four years. College planning pro tip number two, look at what you're already doing. Harry and Jenny know they are spending about $300 per month on feeding James now and are planning on redirecting the food budget from their current pantry to the dorm meal program. So that is not really a cost increase for them. They are just paying for James's food differently. This will add up to approximately $14,000 worth of food expenses over four years. They also know that James's extracurricular activities are going to change significantly. Right now, Harry and Jenny are spending about $500 per month on average for James's music lessons, sports, and other extracurricular activities. James is planning on playing intramural sports and going to the gym on campus. His elective classes the first couple years will be from the music department anyway, so Harry and Jenny think they can redirect what they are paying now in extracurriculars towards James' tuition bill. If this works out for the entire four years, this would be another $24,000 they could reallocate from ongoing expenses. With the $110,000 total starting, 
We can take the 14,000 from the food budget and another 24 from extracurricular activities, and they would only have to cover $72,000 over four years, or roughly $18,000 a year. This is still significant, but it's way better than the $27,000 we started with. Harry and Jenny are a bit late to the savings game for James, so they do not have a 529 plan set up for him or any other specific investments. They do still have several other options. Pro tip number two. 529 plans can be great. Sometimes. One of my general guidelines is that I recommend clients have no more than one-third of their anticipated college expenses set aside in 529 plans. 529 plans can be good, but they are not the end-all be-all. For James, this would have been no more than $24,000. The remainder will need to come from cash flow, other assets, or loans. Dun, dun, dun. Student loans are not bad. They are bad if they're abused. Please refer back to episode 13 on using debt wisely for more of my thoughts here. With some basic Googling, as of September 7th, 2022, the average annual pay for an entry-level journalism graduate is approximately $44,000. If there is really no other way to handle the expenses, if James graduates college with a student loan less than his first-year salary, he should still be in pretty good shape and have a good shot at being okay. Less is better, but if he had to borrow a little bit, he could. Pro tip number three. Keep student loans at graduation to less than first-year anticipated salary. Hopefully much less. If James borrowed $44,000 over four years, the remaining balance of the education costs would be approximately $28,000 or roughly $7,000 per year. This could easily be covered by a part-time job and working over the summers. Pro tip number four. The most expensive part of a four-year college degree is most often the fifth year. Keep it to four years and you will be happy you did. So it seems like James is pretty well squared away here. So let's shift to Albus. Albus, their middle child, is a sophomore in high school. So they have a few more years to plan here. Albus doesn't really know what he wants to do, but he knows he wants to be a professional of some sort, like an accountant or an attorney. Harry and Jenny now have three years to save for Albus's college and are ready to start saving some money in advance. As the last tuition check for Albus is about seven years away, the semester before he graduates college, Harry and Jenny are comfortable investing the money in a stock-based portfolio, but they don't want to roll the dice. Based on the math we just did for James, they are going to try to put themselves in a position to help all their kids in the future. They are going to set aside $500 per month into a taxable investment account over the next few years and while Albus is in high school. They are going to target a stock allocation of 80% in a low-cost diversified portfolio. When James is in college, they are going to reduce that to 60% stock with 20% available in cash to help offset some of the expenses. Between now and when Albus graduates college, this would be approximately $42,000 they could have contributed to this account. Harry and Jenny are already funding their own Roth IRAs, so this would be over and above that savings they're doing. An interesting idea Harry and Jenny are considering is possibly selling their vacation home and using the equity to buy a rental property for Albus to live in while he is in college. If he runs the new house and gets a few roommates, 
he could have a great series of life lessons as well as the possibility of generating some cash flow to help offset college expenses. Pro tip number five, looking at your existing assets could present some interesting opportunities to realign your resources. The good news is that after sharing this plan with Jenny's parents, Harry and Jenny found that Jenny's parents were also hoping to pitch in a few hundred dollars a month to help with their grandkids' college expenses. James can go directly to him to help offset the cost of books, and the rest will go into a 529 plan for Albus and Lily. Gifts from family is where the 529 plans really shine. A good, low-cost strategy that is automatically earmarked for college expenses can be a great structure. At the moment, Lily, an 8th grader, is of the mind that she wants to be a welder, and the local community college has a great certificate program for that. Harry and Jenny feel like they could cash flow community college by the time Lily starts school. At that point, James should have graduated college. Pro tip number six, give yourself flexibility and options. If the taxable account Harry and Jenny set up is needed for any of their kids for any goal they choose, they can help. If they want to help Albus pay off his loans later, they can. If they want to use it to help Lily buy into a welding business, they can. And those were our top six tips for college planning. Thank you for listening. I hope this has been valuable for you. As with most things, what you do is more important than what you know. So we're going to talk about a bit of homework for this episode. As your homework, please think about your needs for college planning and pick one of these pro tips to focus on, if appropriate. And please feel free to send an email to info at wallerfc.com. So that's your homework for this episode. Keep in mind, if you work out, everything else will too. I look forward to talking with you again next time on Money Mile.